mobile speed cameras. They generated a record $3.9 million in low-range speeding fines in the month of August, despite much of the state being locked down. 22,000-plus fines were issued by mobile speed cameras last month for cars driving 10 kilometres over the speed limit or less. That's more than eight times the number of fines issued at the same period last year. The newly released data shows August was the highest revenue-raising month on record for low-range speeding from mobile speed cameras, despite Greater Sydney being in strict lockdown for the entire period. $26.2 million has been raised so far in fines this year by the secret mobile speed cameras for low-range speeding, 13 times higher than the amount raised by the cameras in the same period of last year. And look, I, again, I'm not, I don't want to make excuses for people speeding. Of course I don't. There's no excuse for speeding. But I also don't agree that we should have private contractors sitting behind trees where this is quite often where I see them, uh, with their little cameras pointed at, at drivers and nabbing them for doing five, six, seven kilometres over the speed limit. John Graham is the Shadow Roads Minister. Morning to you, John. Good morning, Marcus. It's this issue again. I note that um, uh, the boss, Chris Minns, has come out and uh, again had a a crack at the government over this, calling it blatant revenue raising. Um, What's your stake on it? Uh, You've reported on this before. Since then, we've seen fines continue to increase, going through the roof. And concerningly, they're going to keep going up. So this is based on 8,653 hours of enforcement over that month it's going to increase towards the end of the year to 21,000 hours a month. So drivers are going to see a lot more of these private cameras, covert cameras on the road. Uh, There's going to be a lot more fines, a lot more licences lost before the end of the year. So are you telling me it's increasing from 8,000 hours a month for these private operators to 21,000? That's exactly right. That'll happen by the end of the year. It should have happened earlier. It was due to happen on the 1st of July. But we've seen a major administrative bungle with the program, which means different areas of the state are having very different experiences. If you live in the north of Sydney or New South Wales, you're seeing record numbers of cameras. In the south of the state, because one of these contractors has really failed to get on the ground, there's almost Mm -hmm. no chance of being caught for speeding in places such as Wagga, Queanbeyan, or indeed in much of the south of Sydney. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Transport for New South Wales spokesperson, Tara McCarthy, said 79 people have died in speeding-related crashes so far this year in New South Wales. They say it's 22 fewer than the same time last year. In other words, the mobile speed camera program is not about revenue raising. It's about saving lives. They they reckon there's been a a change, a direct change in driver behaviour. Well, you're exactly right that we need people to slow down. This is really a debate about how to get them to slow down. What we're arguing for is high visibility police on the road and warning signs, not simply relying on these covert cameras. And that's the government's approach. We feel that's more about road uh, revenue raising. And that's certainly the community's fear. We have seen a slight fall in fatalities this year compared to last year, down from 2.15 to 2.03. Mm -hmm. But remember that there's far fewer people on the road. That's far smaller than the drop in traffic we've seen as everyone's been locked down under the pandemic. So we simply haven't seen the change that you'd like to see from a big 
policy change like this one. Yeah, true. Um, I mean, figures can be, uh, you know, looked at in, uh, in a, from a number of points of view. But uh, I just wonder, this increased revenue, uh, a lot of people email, message the program saying, all right, well, there's been an increase in uh, the amount of revenue raised, but uh, I've noticed Parramatta Road hasn't been upgraded. Uh, look, and I gave this point early this morning on the program, John, from where I hop onto Parramatta Road very early in the morning from around Church Street, Parramatta, all the way through past Strathfield and up toward the city, I go past at least six fixed speed cameras on Parramatta Road. Uh, I imagine they rake in a fortune for the state government, but the road has never been worse. I mean, I've talked about this time. I'm blue in the face. What is it with this mob that they don't want to fix Parramatta Road around the area of Granville, uh, Strathfield? Certainly, um, it's all right around Concord as you get closer to, you know, the the newly uh, minted M- M4 or West Connects. It's a lot better up there, uh, but that's obviously done privately. But what about, you know, the area as you approach Parramatta, past the old Weybridge there at Granville? Uh, that road is atrocious. I mean, it's it's third world. If we're raking in record revenue, John, surely we could be putting that money into improving what is obviously an extremely busy road in Sydney. I, I don't know whether you've driven it lately. It's like driving on, mm. well, effective gravel. It's crap. Yeah, no, exactly right. And look, they must be popping champagne corks down at Treasury every time these new revenue figures come in. The, we've never seen this amount of money collected from drivers in, by way of speeding fines. Put aside the tolls that are being collected. And that's really, that toll road uh, example is really what's going on. Massive money, billions of dollars going into some incredible roads around Sydney, if you can afford to drive them. Well, that's right. Meanwhile, the money hasn't been put into the ordinary roads people use to get round if they don't have that money, if they live in West or South West Sydney, for example, and just can't afford to drive the toll roads every day. They're the roads people are using to get home, mm. and they're the ones that haven't had the funding. Yep. Yeah, well, they definitely... I know I keep banging on about it, but it's an embarrassment. Parramatta Road is an embarrassment, um, and it's something you'd expect, I don't know, in a third-world underdeveloped nation, not one that is raking in, as you say, billions of dollars from either the corporate sector or from motorists uh, for, for driving. And as we know, as you've pointed out, record revenue uh, being raised by mobile speed cameras that aren't signed and all the rest of it, uh, surely, uh, where's our return on investment? I can't see it. Yeah, exactly right. And look, well, this we're very concerned about this administrative failure. This, uh, the government says this is a road safety program. Well, it's not in half the state. Almost mm. no one is getting fined for speeding in half the state because this firm uh, that was issued a contract by the government, $77 million they've been paid, yeah. has got few cars, few cameras... Uh, They've got former Deputy Premier Troy Grant working for them. What we want to know is how did they get this contract? When are they going to actually do the job they've been paid by taxpayers to do? Uh, It's simply unfair. If you live in the north of the state, you're facing record fines, but this program has fallen apart in the south of New South Wales. Yep. All right, John, good to speak to you as always. Thank you very much.